Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week's show is a special one because we'll be showcasing a host of mountain and hammered dulcimer national champions. We'll be hearing Masters of the Dulcimer playing tunes from Old Joe Clark to Purple Rain. On top of that, Keeper of the Vault, Mark Jones, will dust off a fine old recording of Buttercup Meadow. And guest host Roy Pilgrim will profile another legendary Ozark fiddler, Mr. Jim Means. All that and more this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. For over 35 years, the Ozark Folk Center State Park has hosted the annual Dulcimer Jamboree. The annual event takes place in mid-April and features three days of specialized instruction and performances from the country's top mountain and hammered dulcimer players. The mountain dulcimer remains one of the more popular folk instruments today. Its celebration in the Mountain View, Arkansas area as a core folk instrument has never waned over the years, with an active community of players and instrument makers. Let's start this show off with some fine dulcimer playing and some explanation of the instruments by Jeff Hames and Tall Glazener. Center. Hey, it's sure fun to be here again. 
pretty much what I would say is kind of think of a lap guitar as far as that is concerned, as far as like an acoustic box. It's basically just a straight hollow box with strings wrapped across the top of it. Um, lay it flat in your lap, diatonic scale, basically think of the white keys on the piano. Take all the black keys off, there's your fretboard, there's your scale. Um, that's pretty much all there really is to it, is that's what I would describe it as, and uh, go from there as far as you don't really have to read actual music to follow uh, tablature. Everything's numbered out. Each fret has its own individual number, one, two, three, four, five, and go from there, and that's how I started playing. I started playing when I was nine. My grandparents got me involved in their little group, which was the CMDA, which is where I met Toll. I think nine or ten years old, bought his waltz book, and that's where I learned Spanish Fandango out Oh, you're of. the one. Yeah, I'm the one. I'm the one, yeah. And uh, I went from there, and uh, pretty much my approach to the instrument was uh, was that way. I wanted to play guitar, but at that time I couldn't couldn't reach my hands across the, the neck. The dulcimer was just very simple. But yeah, as far as just a simple description, just think of a, a solid hollow box, strings wrapped across the top.
it has its history is that it's related to a number of instruments, uh, uh, Western European instruments. Uh, Jeff described it as a hollow body box with strings that run the whole length of the sound box. That family of instruments is called zither. Mm -hmm. Any instrument that's built that way is called a zither, a zither. So the Germans have an instrument called the Scheitholt, which is very similar to a dulcimer. You just string the, the strings across there, uh, the whole length of the, uh, of the instrument. There's not a separate neck, like a guitar or a mandolin. There's not a neck on it. Um, and then the French have an instrument called an epinette, which is also designed the same way, also a zither. There's instruments in the Scandinavian regions that uh, are designed the same way. So the, so the immigrants that came to this country uh, first settled in the Appalachians, and they brought their memories of those instruments with them. And then because they didn't necessarily have all of the tools to make sophisticated instruments, they sort of simplified it. And so they cut down the number of strings, uh, the number of frets, they just used whatever they had at hand to make those original instruments, and it kind of evolved into this three-string diatonic version of a zither that, uh, that was related to these, other, uh, to these other instruments that the Europeans had brought.
the other instrument that it's that it's related to is a concert zither, a German concert zither, zither which has anywhere from 36 to 72 strings on it. You know, they wanted to simplify things back in the mountains, and, and both in terms of building and in terms of playing, but they just had that same idea. Now, all of those uh, zither-type instruments, almost all of them have uh, sympathetic vibrating strings, and so you don't actually fret all of them. You just kind of, the ones closest to you, they have like a separate little fretboard, and you fret those and strum those, and then the other ones are kind of sympathetic vibration strings. And so even though they have that number of strings, you're not strumming all of them or fretting all of them. They kind of set them up as drone strings like the dulcimer drone. So the original dulcimer, the frets did not go all the way across the fretboard. They had them only under the melody string. And they wanted those other uh, strings just to drone open. And that's the traditional way to play the instrument. Kind of like the drone of bagpipe. Would you exactly. Use. been listening to some fine tunes recorded on our stage at the 2016 Dulcimer Gathering. We heard Rick Thumb play a medley of John Stinson's Number 2 and Hangman's Reel, followed by four tunes played by Tull Glasner, Moon River and Rainbow Connection, followed by Pig Ankle Rag and the Dill Pickle Rag. The set ended with Jeff Hames on Hammer Dulcimer and Jess Dickinson on Mountain Dulcimer playing the classic old gospel tune, I'll Fly Away. We'll take a short break, then I think I'll visit my old pal Mark Jones down in the vault. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
Every week about this time, I like to take a trip down into the vaults under the Folk Center where we keep recordings of all of our shows for the last, oh gosh, over 40 years now. Uh, Mark Jones is the keeper of the vault. Let's go down there and see what he's doing today. Hey, Mark. Hi, Dave. Boy, it sure gets lonesome down here. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. Boy, the cobwebs are getting kind of thick down here, too. Gosh, I ran into a bunch of them on my way down the stairs. I bet. Yeah. Hey, uh, you been finding any good music down here this week? You know, I was sitting here thinking about all the stuff that I've found, you know, different ballads, old shout tunes waltzes and all this and i run across this by d johnson she sings a uh, lullaby called buttercup meadows okay i remember d johnson d strickland johnson she called herself and as i recall she used to have a little article in the stone county leader in our newspaper the only newspaper in the county for many years she had a little article every week in that do you remember that i do i do didn't get a chance to be around her a whole lot, but she was a very nice lady and uh, had her son with her. A lot of times he played uh, fiddle. Uh-huh. Yeah, she lived out not too far from me, out in Fox Community on Turkey Creek, as I recall. Oh. And I don't know where she is today. I just don't know if she's I'm still not, around or not. I'm not sure. Well, let's listen to Buttercup Meadows. I'd like to do a lullaby for you. This uh, lullaby is from Missouri. I learned it from a girl named Cole, and my uh, grandmother's name was Cole. So I sort of figured it's a family song, even though I didn't learn it directly from my grandmother, whom I never knew. This is my own children's favorite lullaby. Way down in the buttercup meadow, I saw a white bass sheep today. And close by her side in the clover A dear little lamb was at play Did the sheep mother love her white lammy As you love me say, mother say does the sheep mother love her white lammy? As you love me, say, mother, say. Way down in the orchard in a pear tree, there were three baby birds in a nest. Daddy says they belong to a robin who wears a bed bib on her breast in all this wide world full of birdies does she love her own birdies best in all this wide world full of Does she love her own birdies best? Last night as I knelt by my 
Just before I repeated my prayer, the moon with a star close beside her was sailing up high in the air. Did God make the little star baby? Cause the moon was so lonesome up there. Did God make the little star baby? Cause the moon was so lonesome up there. Well, that's a pretty rendition of that song, isn't it, Mark? It is. It's um, a nice lullaby. Well, it was really great to hear D. Strickland Johnson again after all these years. Well, thank you, Dave. Just come down any time. All right. I'll see you next week for sure. Good deal. It's always great to visit my pal Mark. He sure comes up with some great tunes, doesn't he? Now let's get back to some music from the dulcimer jamboree. With origins dating back to biblical times, the hammered dulcimer is a unique instrument in the percussion family. Like the mountain dulcimer, it found a home in the Ozark region among folk musicians and instrument makers alike. Nowadays, some of the finest players are using the dulcimer to interpret music both old and new. Just listen to these tunes and you'll see what I mean. Thank you. 
Both. I mean, I, I think uh, the traditional way, if you, if, you watch, if you see a lot of old photographs of old uh, traditional dulcimer players, they you know, would use like a feather quill, mm -hmm. uh, turkey, turkey quill, turkey turkey quill. quill. As to, to strum the strings, and then a, a noter or a stick of wood to, to do the, the uh, fretting instead of their fingers up there. And then over time, they just started using picks like guitar players did. They kind of saw that, and it, was a, you know, it made sense to kind of translate that another stringed instrument. It was easy to build, it was easy to learn how to play. It had, as Jeff was mentioning, has just the notes in the scale of whatever you're tuned to, so you don't have a, a lot of sharps and flats, which for old time, you know, traditional music, that's all the notes that you need. Um, you know, if you wanted to start playing more contemporary music and wanted to add chords, that's when the instrument evolved and they started putting frets all the way across so that you could start doing full chords. Until that, it was stri uh, pretty strictly drone style playing. <laughs> I always kind of credit Gene Ritchie yeah, as, the, as the person uh, most uh, most responsible for saving the instrument from extinction, I right. think. She kind of brought it out of the hills of eastern Kentucky uh, and uh, in, onto the main stage in the New York City folk music scene back in the 60s or 50s even back then. And, uh, she, you know, she grew up listening to that music and playing mountain dulcimer. And so when she started performing in Carnegie Hall with the big folk music uh, uh, folks, she brought her dulcimer with her and folks were just entranced with it. And people all of a sudden heard this instrument they'd never seen or heard one before, most of them, and generate a lot of interest. And she continued that for over 60 years in her career of performing with the dulcimer. Deborah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, in, including one of the people she inspired was Joni Mitchell. And of course, when we first started hearing the dulcimer on the radio, it was on Joni Mitchell Records. Thank you. 
one traditional and three very non-traditional songs played on the dulcimer. Day Tripper and Sweet Child of Mine played by Jeff Hames, Be Thou My Vision played by Judd Steinbeck, and The Eagles' Hotel California played by Ted Yoder. We'll hear more good dulcimer music later in the show, but after this break, Roy Pilgrim will bring us the story of old-time Ozark fiddler Jim Means. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Howdy, folks. Come on in and take a seat. You paid for the whole thing, but you'll only need the edge. This is Fine Fiddlers of the Ozarks, and I'm your host, Roy Pilgrim. We're going to listen to and discuss some of the greatest fiddlers to ever pull a horsehair across a catgut throughout the hills and hollers of the Ozarks. Today, we're going to turn our ears towards Goshen, Arkansas, to study the fiddling and banjo playing of a man named Jim Means. Jim was born back in the mountains near Goshen in northwest Arkansas in 1896. Jim began playing the fiddle when he was nine years old. He played at square dances and fiddle contests and was quite a popular fiddler, though he always preferred playing for smaller crowds. Here's Jim fiddling on the old tune, Pretty Polly Ann. November 9, in 1949, at age 53, Jim was recorded at his home by Merlin Mitchell for the Arkansas Folklore Society. Mitchell also accompanied him on the guitar for most of the recordings. Let's take a listen to one of those tunes. This is Jim Means playing The Girl I Left Behind Me. As well as a gifted fiddler, Jim was an extremely exceptional banjo player. He played two-finger style, which was the predominant way of playing the banjo in Northwest Arkansas at that time. Let's hear that same tune, this time with Jim playing the banjo. Jim told a story of how when he was a young man, he was married and had a family. Then his wife left him and he went wild for a time. He left that country and traveled far and wide playing music and putting out a lot of rough stuff, as he called it. 
After six or seven years, he returned home and settled down. Here's Jim Means playing a unique fiddle tune he called Rose of the Garden. Jim played fiddle in a standard tuning as well as archaic open or cross tunings. His fiddling and banjo playing was strong, clean, and a little wild. He was surely a welcome addition at any square dance he attended. If you'd like to hear more recordings of Jim Means and other fiddlers just like him, recordings can be found at the University of Arkansas Digital Archives at the Mary Celestia Parlor collection of Ozark folk songs. Let's hear one more as we go. Here's Jim Means on the banjo playing Blue Bells of Scotland. Once I heard Mountain Dulcimer champion Rick Thumb say that every April when we host the Dulcimer Jamboree here at the Ozark Folk Center State Park, it's like a big family reunion, except that everybody likes each other. Since players come from all across the country, many of them only see each other once a year here in Mountain View, and some great spontaneous pickings break out. We're always happy when California Dulcimer wild man Bing Futch shows up. Here are three pieces by Bing, ending with a tribute to Prince, who passed away just before the Dulcimer Jamboree. It's never too late to love one another It's never too late to get up and stand tall It's never too late to see the earth as your mother And it's never too late to answer Father's call I am free within this prison Though weary are my bones I celebrate I carry on on one condition Every day I know it's never too late I am free within this prison Though weary are my bones I celebrate I carry on on one condition That every day I know it's never too late And every day I know it's never too late And every day I know it's never too late Every day I know it's never too late. So a friend of mine giving me a dulcimer, you know, just thinking, well, you know, you play other instruments you probably like, because I'd never seen or heard one before. I looked at it. It looked like half the strings were missing and half the frets were missing. And I said, thank you very much. And I stuck it in the closet and just didn't touch it. I thought it was just a toy. I said, you can't make real music on this thing. And then there's a, a fairly good-sized club in Indianapolis, a dulcimer club. 
And uh, every year they put on a festival in the local city park. And I just happened to be riding my bike in the park. Uh, that one weekend when that was going on, I saw all these people at the amphitheater. I went over to see what was going on. There's a bunch of people walking around with these instruments that look like the one that I had. And uh, they used to invite uh, guest artists every year to do concerts and workshops. And on the stage, when I happened to ride by, my bike was David Schnaufer. And he was playing classical music, he was playing Bach minuets, and then he was playing rock and roll, and then he was playing Beach Boys, and then he was playing, you know, old country <laughs> stuff. And my jaw just dropped on the ground, and I said, okay, it's not just a toy. You really can make some music with this thing. So I went home and dug the thing out of my closet, and, and uh, uh, there was a, a woman that was part of that dulcimer club that was giving beginning dulcimer lessons, and so I took those for six weeks. and, and uh, and then I heard that uh, there were these things called dulcimer festivals around. My old hen, she's a good old hen. She lays eggs for the railroad men. Sometimes eight, sometimes ten. Always enough for the railroad men. Cluck, old hen, cluck and sing. You ain't letting eggs since late last spring. Cluck, old hen, cluck and call. You ain't letting eggs since late last fall.
is a real dichotomy. You know, it has the reputation for being the last best hope for the musically challenged, and there's yeah. a good reason for that. Because when you start, it you can it'll start wherever you are musically, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. if you want to if you want to do the one string drone style. That is wonderful music, and you go. There are competitions in in Gatelax, Virginia. That that is what everybody plays, the traditional style, and it is just the most wonderful thing that you will hear. It just there's something about those vibrations that just kind of grab you in your soul, and and then. But that's not the only style you can play with the instrument. And so when you want to, if you wanted to play more contemporary music, there's ways to do that. Um, yeah, and it, there are there are limitations. Maybe not limitations, but there's there's just different ways that you have to approach it. And David was a big proponent of, you know, whatever anybody wanted to do on the instrument, he was he was supportive of it. If it know? would inspire them to play, right, yeah. he'd help them find the way. Yeah. Speaking of losing people, it's been a tough year for that. Merle Haggard, Glenn Fry, David Bowie, and this guy. Never meant to cause you any sorrow. Never meant to cause you any pain.
press move, you put your hands up in the air. Bring back and forth. That set featured dulcimer great Bing Futch playing Never Too Late and Cluck Old Hen. And we ended that set with Bing's tribute to the late musician Prince. On Purple Rain, Bing was accompanied by Grace Stormont, Rick Thumb, Judson Steinbeck, Larry Dalton, Barb Dalton, and Eilis Mears. I hope you enjoyed this week's All Dulcimer Show. For more information about our show and to listen to past shows, visit us on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. For all of us here at Ozark Highlands Radio, I'm Dave Smith. See you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. More information online at arkansasstateparks.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at ozarkhighlandsradio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.